And it says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my saying and does them, I will show you whom he is like. Verse 48, he is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation, against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. Wow. You know, there's a story in Matthew 7, and Matthew writes that the man built his house upon the rock, but the man that was foolish built his house upon the sand. But, but Luke talks about a man that built his house upon the rock and a man that built his house upon the earth. Okay? <clears throat> so in, uh, in Matthew uh, 7... It talks about a man that built his house upon the sand. But Luke chapter 6, it talks about the man that built upon the earth. And I question the Lord, why is it so different and distinct? And we're going to talk about it. So today, I want to talk to you on the subject of built to last. Built to last. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Let your word become life to us. Let it become rhema. Let it be revelatory because revelatory understanding of your word helps us to grow. It causes us to grow deep. It causes us to bear fruit that is righteous before you. Oh God, bless our minds that we may understand our ears, that we may hear our hearts, we may receive. Heavenly Father, we give this service, we give this word. Use me as a vessel. Use my lips to speak the words of truth. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen. amen. In the book of Genesis, chapter 2 and verse 7, it talks about, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils, and he became a living soul. Or here in the New King James, it talks about a living being. And so in the chapter of Luke of 6, there, uh, the Lord speaks a lot about some things. He, he talks about a man's uh, fruit that, you know what, if he, if he is bearing a, 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 a bad tree, cannot bear good fruit. And a good fruit tree cannot bear bad fruit. And, yet, and then he also says that out of the abundance of a person's heart, the, their mouth shall speak. You know, um, that's why we need to learn <clears throat> to listen to people. Because eventually, the abundance of somebody's heart, the truth will come out. No, no matter how well they're acting, no matter whatever. But if they are full of God, then there are going to be full of God things. If they are full of uh, unrighteousness, it will come forth. Because no matter what you do, the flesh cannot be controlled uh, by itself. The flesh cannot control itself. The flesh will always reveal itself eventually. 
Because why? It's only by the Spirit that allows us, because the Holy Spirit keeps us in, uh, 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 in righteousness. The Holy Spirit allows us to walk in righteousness. That's why he says that be ye transformed by the renewing of your Mind. That word mind there not mean just intellectual, but also means uh, your soulish area. Because in your soulish area, if you've taken uh, uh, my discipleship class, uh, then you would know that uh, there are three parts in your soul. There are three parts. What are they? There is the intellect, the mind. Then there is the volition, the will. And then there is your emotion. Did you know that there is no part of you that can, you can actually control outside of your soul? And people say, well, pastor, I can control my flesh. Really? Uh, he said, yeah. Well, my, you know, I can have short hair if I want. Or if I can have long hair or I can dye my hair. Or, but the reality is you could not control uh, outside of your volition to say, I want short hair. See, uh, so that means that it, from your mind or from your will control, your soulish area is really what you control. But here, the, uh, uh, Jesus talks about a man that built upon the rock and a man that built upon the earth. And, and I said, Lord, what does this mean? Because in the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 7, he says that the man, the foolish man, built his house upon the sand. And I thought, Man, this really messed me up because, you know, it's almost two different stories. And, and the sand got me hung up because we were just at the beach. You know, and, and I realized the story because when you stand on sand, you just slip. I remember filming and watching some races on the sand. Some people were running in the sand as fast as they could. Some of them fell. Uh, you know, I think I got Brother March on film just waving. As I'm, he's running by, it's difficult because there is no foundation on sand. But here in, Man, in Luke 6, he said he built it upon the earth. And so I want you to shift your mind for a minute. Okay, I want you to shift your mind. This word earth here is what we would call the things of this world, the flesh. Because the Bible talks about that when Jesus uh, or when God created man, he created him out of the dirt of the ground. And he was the first Adam. You know who was the second Adam? Jesus. And he is also the rock. He is our cornerstone. So when the Luke wrote this, he was talking about that upon the rock of Christ you build. When you build your life upon the wisdom or upon the, uh, uh, the things of this world, it will fail you. Man, am I getting through? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. I'm going to read this to you. This is the Apostle Paul. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of what? Human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the power or the, or the demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith shall not be in the wisdom of who? Of men, but in the power of God. 
You know, the, the one thing that uh, Jesus was talking about here is that while many people, uh, he's teaching us, he's given us his word, this, the, the B-I-B-L-E, it's the book for me. We sing it, and, but yet we don't do it. We, don't, we rely on our own. And that's why when we build on anything else, when we build on the structures of the earth, which represents man, which represents the flesh, which represents failure, when you build it upon the wisdom of men, upon the earth, the, the wisdom of the earth, the wisdom of this world, it will fail. You know, I often, I was uh, always, uh, uh, there are oftentimes people call me for, for, for guidance, all kinds of things. And uh, even organizational, especially church things. And, and oftentimes people say, well, I thought because he was successful with the uh, uh, things of this world in his job, in his business, I thought that he would be successful in uh, the kingdom things. But I, I often tell people like this, the wisdom of this world cannot be applied to the things of God's kingdom. It will fail. You cannot use the wisdom of the world to try to build the kingdom of God. Why? Because the kingdom of God is spiritual and the things of this world is carnal. That's why a house can never be built. If you want a house, he's not talking about a physical house. Yes, he can if we take it literal. But no one will build their house like this building. If you ask my wife, who, uh, you, as you know, was architects and did all these things, there was no way that they would build this house and just put the, uh, the, uh, no slab, no concrete, nothing solid on the floor on the ground and just build it over dirt. How in this uh, city of Houston, and we, we deal with flooding, we deal with hurricanes, how long would you think this building would last? It wouldn't last long because it's built on the earth. It's built on the things of this world. It represents that when we build it on humanistic things, it will fail. Brothers and sisters, stop relying your life on the wisdom of this world. Stop relying uh, on the things of this world. Stop relying on the intellect. Stop relying uh, just on your education. While those things are great, I believe in education. I believe in reading. You know, they say that most CEOs read about 80 books a year. Okay? And, and it's good to read. It's good to know. It's good to obtain knowledge. But you have to look back. And Lord, is that knowledge uh, uh, applicable to my spiritual life? Is it uh, uh, applicable to my married life? I often think about the divorce rate today. Did you know that 50, over 50% uh, today of marriages end up in divorce? And you know what? When they look in the church, it's not much different. I thought, you know, people were surprised about that. Why would it be surprising? It's because the people of the church is made up of people. It's no different. It's not like there is some. That is because why? It's because we do not build our life upon the rock. The rock is Jesus. The rock is the cornerstone. The rock is the truth. Because the Bible says that heaven and earth may pass away, but my word is forever. 
So if his word, which is Jesus, he is the rock, he would last forever. How are we going to build something that will last for long? I don't want to have a life that will just last one year or five years or ten years and then boom. No, you want to have a life that lasts eternal, that lasts forever, that lasts a lifetime. You want to build a marriage that would last long term, even when the storm come. And brother and sister, let me tell you, you said, no, I'll never have storms. You can believe it, and that's true, and I hope it never happens to you. But what did Jesus say? He said, in this life, there will be tribulation. Wow. Lord, I wish you wouldn't tell me that. Right? But he said it. He goes, but don't worry. Don't be afraid, for I have overcome this world. See, brothers and sisters, the only way you can stand a storm in life is to have someone stronger that, is root, that you are rooted in. Hallelujah. Are, are, are we good? Amen? Yes? Hallelujah? Uh, uh, the only way that we can withstand the storms of this life is when our life and our relationships, our marriage, our family is founded upon the rock of Jesus Christ and not upon the earth. Because the earth, while it, it goes up fast, it looks fast, it takes time, uh, it, it doesn't take as much time, but when it falls, the Bible says, immediately it fails. And the ruin of that house was great. Wow. Brother says, I don't want to fall. And, and golly, we don't, any of us don't want to fail. No one wakes up saying, Lord, I hope I fail today. But uh, the last thing is you don't want to put up all this stuff and the foundation is not on the rock, but it's actually based on man-made things. It's based on man-made wisdom. The Apostle Paul said, I didn't come to you with persuasive words uh, uh, of human wisdom, but I came with you in the demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Stop trying to let your intellect and all the things that you're learning uh, supersede what God is eternal. It doesn't matter. I often tell people, it doesn't matter if you believe in God or not, but it's still true. See, oftentimes people think that it's not true, but I've seen too much. I've seen too many spiritual, uh, 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 what the world would say, anomalies. That is not a spiritual anomaly when a woman uh, comes in and dresses very nice and drives a nice car, has a, a, a good business, have a pockets full of money, uh, and roll around and try to uh, remove her clothing in front of people that she's never met. That is not normal. That is not normal when people would uh, come to you and speak and then when you pray over them and they get delivered from uh, 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 demonic spirits that they would forget what day they are uh, dealing with. They forget where they are. They forget uh, how, who brought them here. That is not normal. So to say that God doesn't exist, you know what the Bible says? It says only a fool says God is, there's no God. Only a fool would say that. See, brothers and sisters, for us to build our life to last, it's got to be on Jesus alone. It can't be Jesus and everything else. I love when uh, Brother Jeremiah sang that song, Lord. I'm sorry 
for what I've made of it. You know, I thought at first when I, 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 I'm saying that song and I, I used to wonder, I said, what is he talking about? I know what he's talking about. He's made Christianity with all the frills and the bells and whistles and the lights. And it's about that. Well, it's got to be down simple. Those things are great. I love lights. I love bells and whistles. I love the noise. I love the, I love it all. But when it comes down to it, Lord, my life is built upon the rock. See, this word here, earth, means that oftentimes people build their life based on the wisdom of this world. And that's why when the storms come, they don't stand. That's why their, their heart is all messed up. That's why they feel insecure. That's why when you start building things that look good just on the outside, but the things that are most important is, not, is, is things that you don't see. You know what the most important things of this building is that's holding everything up? It's not even the lights. Well, those are pretty, right? Who doesn't like pretty lights? That's why we decorate trees during Christmas time. That's why we go down to neighborhoods, you know? We, we, I like going down those neighborhoods where it's like part of the home association, you know, where they force them to put stuff on, right? And the whole street, the whole neighborhood, and if you've never been, you know, it's like blinking. And I remember growing up in, in, um, in, in Wisconsin where it snowed, and you, you get in a car, and it's, it's like a couple weeks before Christmas, and everybody's got it, the stores are full, and it's snowing, and then you drive, and you see, and, and you go Christmas caroling, and you go up. You know what? Anytime you see a house that's not lit up, I never went to them singing Christmas carols. It's only the houses that were lit up. Why is that? It's because all those things are great, just like all these things. But the most important things in this building are things that we do not see. It is the foundation that we don't see. And the reality is, it's pretty ugly. The foundation is pretty ugly. That's why we put carpet on it. You know? And then there are, behind these walls, there are pillars and structures. That's not so pretty. If we were to take out these uh, uh, ceiling tiles, you'll see things. You're like, man, um, we got to do something to cover that up. But the things that are covering up the most important things won't last if those most important things won't stand off. Brother and sister, it doesn't matter how good you smell, it doesn't matter how beautiful your haircut, how beautiful your clothing, how beautiful the exterior is, but if your life is not built upon the rock, which is Jesus. Petra, Petros, the rock of Jesus. When the storms of life, when you are in danger, when you are going through tribulation, when you have cried your eyes out, when you don't know where you lay your head, when God all else fails, when the storms of life are hitting you, who do you run to? You run to the world's wisdom. The world's wisdom says when you have problems with your man, kick him to the curb. Get you another one. Trade him in for a newer model. It's funny, I, I listened to a funny joke by Pastor Olstein today. I think it was this morning. And he said, he goes, uh, there was a, a, a couple that uh, was older. They were an older couple. And um, they were in their 60s. And, and all of a sudden, there was an angel that appeared. And, and, he, and he says, you know what? Both of you, 
Each will get one wish for anything you want. And this, this lady said, oh, I wish for to travel all over the world. And boom, she had a handful of tickets to go anywhere she want to go. And uh, the husband, you know, and he said, oh, man, I, I feel very bad. I feel very selfish. And, and he goes, well, what did you wish for? He goes, I wish to be married to a woman 30 years younger than me. And boof, he became 90. <laughs> Don't play with God, man. You know, the thing is, it's funny. But I, what I realized is don't mess with God, right? Because in his, our mind, his ways are not our ways. And boof, he became 90. Oftentimes, we want it our way because we are looking at the glim and the glam, and we are not looking at the most important things of what we're building. Brothers and sisters, don't listen to the world and give you guidance. Look to the Lord. Look to the Lord because the Lord says that my ways are not your ways. Look to the Lord because the Lord says and that uh, heaven and earth will pass away, meaning the things that you build upon this world will pass away, but I am. His word is forever. In the book of Romans, it says, for if you live, in uh, Romans 8, if you live according to flesh, you will die. But if you, by the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. And it's not easy, brothers and sisters, when you're trying to do things. You're trying to live this life. It's hard. It's not easy to stand uh, on your faith. It's not easy to say, you know what? I will only do things that's right. Because along the line, it's, brother and sister, can I tell you, it is easier to build stuff right the first time than it is to fix it. Because when you build the foundation of a home and it's not right, you always have a problem. Something's wrong. I'm going to tell you, uh, I was at a hotel and um, I remember this beautiful hotel and, and, and it was beautiful. I mean, they had the most, you know, whenever you walk into a hotel and it just looks nice. You ever been in one of those? You know, you go down to like Cancun or something, same one in resorts. You know, you're, you're, you feel like you're a high roller. Right. You walk in. I, I remember looking at this hotel. They had everything. I mean, the 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 the, the receptionist, the host, the, the people at the front desk, man, they dressed to the beautiful. They're kind. They had, the, you know, the nice smile. You know, the the men's hair were cut right. The women's hair were cut right. You know, the place smelled good. You know, you ever been in a place when your first thing you do is you smell good? You know, wow, this is a good place. But when it smells bad, you're like, mm, I don't want to be here. Right. But you walk in, everything is lit up and and the beautiful paint on the wall makes you just happy. You know, it just makes you happy. And I was all good. And all of a sudden I spoke to the manager and he said, oh, yeah, this, this hotel has only been around two years. And he said, but we've had problems with it. And I'm like, what is the problem? He goes, see, there's cracks here, cracks here. And what I started noticing, there were cracks everywhere. We were standing, I remember watching, and there was a light just like this one, and there was water dripping out of the light, and they had a trash can underneath. And I thought, how can it be only two years old and have that many problems? Because the manager said, because someone along the line cut corners and didn't build it right. 
Brothers and sisters, I don't want you to build your marriage or your relationship on something's wrong. Uh, I don't want you to say, well, I'll get by because five years, one year might not anything. Two years might not show anything. Three years, it might show a little bit of something. But I guarantee you, by the fifth, sixth, seventh year, something is going to come and it's going to shake you. Unless you are built upon the rock, unless you are built upon the truth of God, something, and we constantly, I remember dealing with couples that because they didn't live for the things of God. They didn't build their life. I was constantly trying to shimmy up their foundation. You you know what that shimmy up thing? You ever put things underneath? Have anybody here ever put like a a, a cabinet in and the floor is kind of uneven and they use shims? They use these little pieces of, of, of wood and just to try to even it out? And see, that's what happens in our life. Build it right. If, if you haven't built it right, then repent and say, God, help me to do it right. Because then you're built to last. Look at your neighbor to your right and say, I want to be built to last. Look at to your left. I want to be built to last. And point at yourself. I'm built to last. I'm built to last. Pastor, I'm built to last. Because you know why? There are generations waiting for you to last. Because if you fail, everything else fails. You know, I, when you take my premarital counseling or class, when I think, I, I teach about the, the, the galaxy. I teach about the solar system. And I place us in that solar system. But What happens is, I tell couples like this, that if you have to work more on your marriage than even your kids. Because what happens is when a young lady and a young man who's married get a child, you feel like you're underwater for six months. But the reality is, uh, that's normal and that's true, but it can't be for years to come. And when you do, when you focus only on that child and not your marriage, when your marriage fails, your children will fail. Because it's the marriage that keeps a family together. You know, God didn't give Adam children first. He gave him a wife first. Oh, man. And when things fail, kids fail. Hey, I'm not pointing fingers. I've got family members in my family that have kids, nephews and nieces that's gone through divorce. And when you sit down with my family, my nephews and nieces, and they'll tell you it's one of the hardest things. But you know what? It's never a good thing. Or how about in the spiritual realm when you, we build our life and it's broken and we're always trying to bandage it up, shim it up. Pastor, give me just a little prayer. I'll just get by. I'll get through instead of saying, let's rip this thing up and let's build it right. Maybe, maybe somewhere along you didn't know. you just like, oh, you know what? I like to flash. I like to, th- those are wonderful. But a brothers and sisters, anything that's built to last takes time. Are you willing to take the time to learn? Are you willing to take the time to go to class? It's easy to just say, you know what? Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's easy. Because it's easy to look at the lights and the glam. Say, oh, I want. You know, um, my wife and I, as you know, it's been a long time. We've been married two decades. And it wasn't easy. It's still not easy. 
But you know what? I'm glad we built it upon the rock. Because we look at our children, because I didn't know that within her and within me, there were generations to come. In you, there are generations yet to come. Maybe not in the physical through birth, but maybe through influence. Maybe the co-worker that you're working with, you are the one that's influencing them. And they'll one day have children. And because of what you did, it will help their children. What? See, we don't think like that. We don't talk like that. It's because the world just wants us to look at the lights and the pretty painting and, and, and things that don't last. They don't think about that your life and my life. Because the Bible says that if you follow God, you will be the light of this world. Maybe your light at your co-worker, but just by a word that is spoken, will change forever his destiny and his purpose and his children that have yet to be born to him. What do you know? I remember talking to our, a speaker, uh, Dr. Gershon, Bishop Gershon, and he, and he shared with us a story. He said there was a man in his life. All he did was call him up. He said he was going through so many things. He was hurting. And all he said, he said, man, I want to let you know Jesus loves you, and I love you. And he said, for some reason, that's all he said. And they're still friends decades later. He goes, just by him telling me that, it changed me. I needed to hear it because I was walking in confusion and all these things. What is, what is it with you? Are you built to last? Are you built so that you can infect those around? Or are you just built on the flesh and, 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 and on this things of this world? I'm not saying that the things of this world is all bad, but what I'm saying is don't rely on just our own intellect because there, who can be wiser and smarter than God? It's hard to argue with highly educated people. It's true. because. But then I look at the person like C.S. Lewis, who, when he was 50, came to the Lord. You know, anybody here ever heard of him? Amen. When you read his book called Mere Christianity, it would blow your mind. Yes. You know, he wrote uh, children's stories. He was a professor at Oxford or Cambridge in England. Uh, he was a friend of uh, J.R.R. Tolkien who wrote Lord of the Rings. He, and and J.R.R. Tolkien led him to the Lord. And at 50 years old and years later, there were memoir, um, he would write in his memoir, he goes, I wish I would have became a Christian earlier. He wasted 50 years of his life. Imagine what he could have accomplished. Let us stand. I want to encourage you, with, leave you with three things. When you're built to last, you've got to be built on the right things. You know, I've been trying to work out a little bit. <laughs> and my, my personal trainer is my brother-in-law. And, and he's like, man, if you want to do it right, you've got to cut out some certain kind of things out of your diet. Okay? Especially sugars. All right, just, just limit it. And I thought to myself, I said, why? He goes, because, and then he goes, there's other things. You, you've got to eat more and you've got to eat the right food. And I thought, wow, that's so true in the spirit. If you want, if you want to be built to last, to be healthy in the physical realm, you've got to do the right thing. If you want to be built to last in the spiritual realm, you have to eat the right food. You can't read magazines of this world and get the food you need. That's, that's what we call dessert. 
that's what you're into. But you got to eat real food. You can't supplement your diet. It's funny because I have a sister who is a personal trainer. And I asked her, I said, you know, all this stuff, they're trying to give these kids these supplements. My daughter. And she said, brother, what kids need is food. There's a reason they call it supplement. Kids don't even need supplement. They need real food. Brothers and sisters, this is real food built upon the rock. Every morning, read a scripture. Every day, listen to somebody inspire you about the word. I listen to sermon. I listen to word of God. I listen because I want to be built to last, not just for me, not just for my family or my wife. I want to be built to last that when you need me, I have the words of God and wisdom to help you get through the storm and to help you last. Because guess what? The house that you're about to build is going to benefit other people. Because nobody wants to build a house and have nobody over. I don't want to have a house and never have anybody over. I knew people like that and nobody wanted to be around them. You want to build so that all is welcome and that they want to be with you. You know what? I want to thank a brother that told me, Adelon is the one that said, bro, pastor, you need to do a podcast. And you know what? It helped me. Because what I realized is everyone has a story to tell, especially believers of how God has helped them. Heavenly Father, we pray right now, help us to be built to last. That our life is not built upon the earth. It's not built upon the wisdom of men, but it's built upon you. If you want to be built to last, you got to eat the right food. You got to spend time. You got to know, invest in time. Invest your time. Make an investment. When people build homes, there's a huge investment of time, of money, of effort. Build your life upon the rock. The altar is open if you want to come and pray with the Lord. If you need prayer this afternoon, maybe you just need somebody just to touch and agree with you about something that concerns you this afternoon we'll pray with you maybe you just want to spend a little couple minutes with the Lord we're just going to allow Pastor Jeremiah to sing this song just come and spend a few minutes and come back and close